I'm Scott Blakeman getting through this in the Murray's Hill section of Manhattan. And I'm Tom Saunders in Wyndham, New York, where it's so cold. Even if you wear multiple layers and a huge winter coat that cost a thousand dollars in two thousand nineteen dollars, well, you can still get frostbite on your face and your nose could fall off. <laughs> and yet, Scotty, I love winter in the Catskills. Why? Because I get to be indoors in our house in Wyndham with a hot cup of something and a warm girlfriend, and a football game on TV. And honestly, there are times up here when I have never been happier in my life. (laughs) Sandy, my fiancé, and I are connoisseurs of coziness. Trigger alert, please have all the children leave the room so I can ask the following question. Is there anything better than watching an NFL playoff game naked in bed with the love of one's life? Sandy likes it when I watch football so she could just curl up and fall asleep on my shoulder. And thus, my coziness addiction, like all addictions, just grows more addicting. Lately, I even just love being in bed, period, with covers over me and my iPad while I deepen my other addiction to YouTube and travel the world without ever once not being cozy. (laughs) Coziness. Whether or not cozy will be the word of 2024, I predict that the cozy life will be a fashionable new obsession for all who seek good times, resulting, of course, in a long piece in the New York Times style section. When once people would dress up and go to the disco in the center of the city, the new cozy connoisseurs undress and travel in the opposite direction (laughs) to their bedrooms or Possibly, as the coziness movement we've started on today's podcast blossoms across the zeitgeist, ultra-warm and comfortable new rooms in cozy people's homes will be designed for the sole purpose of being comfy. Such cozy caves will employ the latest in coziness technology to keep the occupants warm, safe, and thoroughly entertained while the global climate change roars just on the other side of the walls and windows, pummeling the non-cozy with harsh rain, (laughs) sleet, snow, and maybe, maybe some new unpleasant weather phenomenon falling from the sky. For example, huge clumps of frozen mud. (laughs) For that reason, I recommend all cozy caves be designed with strong reinforced roofs. Oh, Tommy, your, your cozy cave concept should be patented and franchised immediately as it will no doubt be the biggest craze since the hula hoop, yet far more relaxing and intimate. And in your case, it's also a throwback to the bed-in that John and Yoko had at the Amsterdam (laughs) Hilton in 1969, albeit with a pack of photographers. Your name has been added to the pantheon of home design, joining the Chinese feng shui and the Scandinavian (laughs) hygiene, which is defined as being cozy, comfortable and safe the very qualities you crave in Wyndham with Sandy (laughs) there is something relaxing about the bitter cold temperatures of the past week whether it be in the Catskills or up on Murray's Hill in Manhattan because it's a free pass not to go have to go outside and to stay cozy at home with none of the guilt we feel when we're inside on a sunny warm day in summer's time cozy is one of those words that sounds like what it means and It's a state of being we aspire to in the same way as bears, cats, and other animals. Cats in particular excel 
and finding ways to feel cozy and comfortable every waking and sleeping minute, which is why our adorable black and white cat Olympia is my role model. So let's raise our cup of the hot beverage of our choice and toast the cozy lifestyle. And as Mrs. Sinatra sings, to the good life. Oh, Scotty. There's so much coziness to unpack there, just in your simple reply. For one thing, you're absolutely right about cats being the coziest of creatures because they love to find little places for them to stick themselves in and and that just fit perfectly the cat itself. (laughs) And we adore the cat and they love it. They look at us and say, aren't I cute? I fit fit in this. So the cat, although many people think the dog, you know, that's the perfect, you know, your your pipe and your slippers and your dog (laughs) sitting at your feet. Well, you know, you, you and I never want to uh, get into the, the difference between dogs and cats, because yeah, both adorable, both fantastic. No, no, yes. we're not. We don't get in the middle of that. Uh, no, no, potato. no. That's uh, we leave that for the pundits on MSNBC <laughs> at all. But, but uh, no, it is marvelous. I, I literally could watch, and yeah. I probably do on some days watching uh, Olympia because it is this. It's, it's not. And by the way, it's effortless, as or as we referred yeah. to in a previous podcast, seamless too. Just yeah. checking it out. Mm, this looks comfortable, but wait a minute. This blankie soft blankie will enable me to need which i love when she does that so it's just it's just it's a potpourri of wonderful choices yeah. all comfy and cozy well that's the cool thing about winter up, up here and i say cool i don't use that word very often uh uh, uh it, it is uh temperately cool for sure but but here i am i'm, I'm looking out and i see skiers and how much we eschew uh, ski lifts, just ski yeah. lifts alone. And I'm looking at, at the, f- through the front window at the mountain across the way, and I see these little dots of people skiing, and I feel so cozy because I'm not skiing. I'm not up there <laughs> battling the elements and fearing that I'll run into a tree like Sonny Bono. I'm <laughs> in- safe inside this warm, uh, which with the miracle of glass. Scotty, how often do we do we uh, remark about and 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 appreciate glass how oh. it, it's a it's a wall it's a, it's a building substance that you can see through but it still oh, yeah. you still protects you against oh, the yeah. elements i'm sure in the early days well yes i mean there were caves that provided some comfort but you couldn't see out and it was no kind of bleak dark <laughs> existence but yeah. really i'm doing it now i'm looking out the window and tommy i cannot be yeah. more toasty and comfortable <laughs> and i and that's one of the things that doesn't get that attention i mean yes right. sadly horribly we yeah. have homeless people here yes. around the world which is i mean uh, that i mean all but we don't celebrate those the fact that we have to have a home is the most yeah. special wonderful thing whether it be an apartment or a mansion whatever it is as long as you have windows well, you can look out and stay warm on the inside that's the great thing about the cozy philosophy and the cozy movement that that yes. it, it, it has founded and that is that you don't need a big actually a big mansion that uses lots of oil or or you know uh, fuel just to heat it that's not cozy no, uh, it, it, and and actually, it, it's actually the cozy movement is good for the environment because it it eschews great, huge, enormous uh, uh, vault like ceilings and and um, uh, public library like mansions. Yeah, with uh, a great uh, room and, and all great, that. The that great room. Need. No, we want the cozy cave. Small houses like the one I'm in now, uh, but but with glass. 
uh, uh, partitions that allow you to stay warm, but look at the outside snow. Yeah. I mean, that to me is the miracle. And you're saving the planet because it's a much oh. coziness is all about small uh, areas. Oh, I mean, this is the, the you couldn't be more modest and self-effacing about your contribution to the climate uh, change movement. I mean, this is not just pure lukes and comfort. Yeah. I mean, and by the way, the cats were onto this from the beginning for centuries. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very slow to pick up. Someone should have looked at a cat back in the 1200s and said, yeah. wait a minute, maybe we should follow along. But no, yeah. they didn't. But we are totally and, co- and cozy, minimalist, <laughs> but not minimal in the sense of pleasure and comfort. Right. There's no, we're not cutting corners there. No, no, absolutely. No, in fact, it's the most pleasure. I mean, I can't get, I, I, I mentioned it, the whole thing of, of curling up with a loved one, watching a football yeah. game, and yet being very physical and cozy. Oh, and you mentioned something in your uh, replies, uh, uh, Scotty. I don't want the, this to go by. And that yeah. is that cozy is one of those words. What is it called? Onomatopoeia. Which, which sounds like which what it sounds is. like what it, what it represents. Yeah. And I, you're absolutely right. Had the word been an ugly sounding word, for example, Scotty, it could have been because words are just sounds that are, you know, people eventually use to signify whatever it is you're defining. Right. Yeah. Uh, 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 it, it could have easily been the, instead of cozy, somebody could have come up with the word kikege. <laughs> Now say that aloud, Scotty. Yeah, kikege. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is jarring. Just it's saying, it's already it. jarring. And, and I, it, it, like when you say, "Oh, this this place seems so kikege," you're already oh. it, it, it takes you out of the mood. It gets oh, you, no. uh, 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 you know, it, it's you the don't furthest even want from cozy you can imagine. And, uh, <laughs> and now there is the Scandinavian that I referenced, Haiji, which is a, yeah, uh, Haiji. That yeah. was that made me think of that. It's funny how like this different sounding word that means cozy, but uh, but it also this is something I hope to return to on this podcast and certainly uh, uh, um, in the future. And that is that the, the different sa- ways a word sound is very mysterious. We don't know why some words are just uglier than other words. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, we can't really explain it, but kigege. Uh, it, you, I don't think people would really care about being cozy if that no. was the word. Oh, no, no. They would eschew coziness because, yeah. I mean, Kagege would not be something you'd aspire <laughs> to. But cozy, and I could just see it in a 60s commercial with a, you know, a frosted blonde gal. Yeah. Mm, come on, guys, let's get cozy. Yeah. You know, and there's a guy sort of a brill cream kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, that was, and it, but it works today. And, and really, or the I way you describe it, Tommy, is be uh, cozy. C-O-Z-E-E, and it's some sort of uh, spray-on coziness that they came up with in the 50s that doesn't really work now, but in the 50s, it was like, now at last, coziness, can you can take coziness everywhere. <laughs> I have coziness in my hip pocket, yeah. says one. Was always, that was always the miraculous space-age technology. Yeah. Cozy, it's just a spray, and you're cozy, <laughs> and just this little spray, everything was so miraculous. Well, again, this gets back to, it is miraculous. So what you did, yeah. Sandy, and what others, by the way, and let me just say, uh, just to report, so our listeners be wondering, uh, every child did get out of earshot before you announced that. Oh. Uh, some people wonder, maybe there was a kid who didn't really hear it or a parent who was on their phone. Yeah, that's really what I worry attention. about. Yeah. I, w- I worry about the, the uh, you know, single family, uh, single parent households. The yeah. mom is working and and the kid's listening to our podcast and doesn't leave the room. Yeah. Uh, 
but uh, uh and and i do uh and i i think that um it's sort of like I, I, all i can say is that i i hope that the kid has you know uh, uh, therapy and can get through. Oh, yeah, and that the parent, well, f- they'll sue us uh, also, which I don't think, I, we gave the warning and I think we're... No, no, the- that we're covered, Scotty. Yeah, by that the way, covered. Tommy, I picture this kid, a 1950s kid with a t-shirt, you know, shirt, over big, you know, high-waisted pants on his carpet <laughs> floor, leaning his head in his palms of his hands, looking at this uh, giant console <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And instead of this little phone, you know, a giant and mom is just, you know, whatever she's doing. Well, mom would wouldn't be working if it was 1950s. But here today, of course, uh, moms are, you know, but uh, and that's I a great that idea of a 1950s yeah. sort of weird meta pot uh, meta product. Yeah. The, the, the podcaster. <laughs> and, and it's just for podcasting. And it has, you know, big slats just like in the 1950s radio uh, for, for the speaker sound and big knobs and dial yeah yeah and it's gigantic and it's, yeah, it's giant gigantic thing. it's huge yeah. that would be incredible going against you know and that was comfort that was we all everyone gathered in the living room yes and, and it was cozy and comfort i mean that was uh, it was a great example of it yeah, it was. And houses were smaller and more cozy. Oh, yeah. And and, and uh, it, it's it, it is true. I mean, the suburban house got bigger and more McMansion-y and we got away from the coziness of our uh, of our life. But, Scotty, I truly believe this podcast is go- is the uh, I don't know, it's a premature premature. I don't know if that's a word. Uh, the, uh, of of a uh, New York Times. Uh, oh yes, well of course the Times will be yes cozy, comfortable, and uh, you know uh, we could do a whole publication of the Times with all of the stories that they have taken from us uh, weeks later, and and uh, and all that. But Tommy, I get back to the great point you made about the fifties suburban homes were you know something we aspire to, but we're not these mammoth McMansions we have now, no. and it also would have really uh, uh, gotten in the way of the wonderful 50s sitcoms set in the home. Like yeah. Favano's best had a sprawling mansion. Oh. We wouldn't really, dear, you want your drink? No, there would be, it would take him 10 minutes to get to the drink and That's it right. would lose so much that made and, it and you work. You hear this lot, this sort of empty, lonely <laughs> of the, of the, of the shoes on the, on the hard granite floor. Uh, you know, t- uh, going and getting whatever it is, and the and the poor beleaguered uh, butler who must do your every bidding. Yeah, that that's a, e- even um, sitcoms about rich people. Uh, what yeah. was the one that? Oh was, well, the one with the the, the Fran Drescher, our SAG president. Uh, yeah, they uh, always uh, the gathered in small spaces. Oh yeah, there was no giant. Yeah, first of all, the vagaries of television. It has yeah. to be. Although well, on the one hand, they make certain things bigger like apartments are always gigantic on television New York apartments yeah yeah that there's never than... a studio because you couldn't fit a, a giant camera in, in that little no. studio no uh, no no but 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 we now know that these studios are very cozy so yeah. we have to say that this turns aesthetics and in particular home uh you know sort of uh, hierarchical valuations on its head and that it's the small, and, and we are seeing these small houses being built, these super micro houses. Yeah, and, and the older ones being in demand uh, from the twenties and, yes. and earlier, and and the, uh, the bungalows. Yeah, and and they're, they're solid and they're small, and 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 the, just the idea of 
being like a cat or or a dog at your feet, you know, yeah. if you smoke a pipe in the 1950s sense of, of yeah, coziness, yeah. the guy with his family sitting around. Yeah, but because also, you know we uh, tend to leave. Everybody leaves and goes away. We don't have the extended family, so we have no, to. No, and of course. And by the way, uh, our cat uh, Limpy uses. A, I think it's a doggy bed because I don't know if they have kitty beds. Probably, probably do. But it's it's tiny, and she fills it all up, and her paws are wrapped around. And she doesn't want a California King kitty bed. No. she's just this little piece of in this giant area. Yeah. Uh, now, I will say as a little time, this could be a hilarious running thing between Ginger and I, a, a, right. a 1950s, the Goldbergs kind of radio thing. But we have a full size bed and I've learned to uh, appreciate it. I mean, but then again, could you wait. describe for people listening a thousand years yeah. from now what uh, what is a full size bed as opposed to a queen or a king size? Yeah, well, of course, if you base your bed sizes from the I Love Lucy program, uh, it would have been two twin beds separated, uh, but that's not how real people live. But a no. full size is certainly comfortable for two. Uh, uh, I guess it would probably be the equivalent of two twin beds put together, I'm guessing. And then a queen is not that much bigger than a full, but then the king goes even further. We had the pleasure of- And there's the California king. California king, which goes beyond. It's actually the length of the state of California. That, that, it is which, the length of the state of California. Well, it doesn't work for every home. That, that's no, I would no. Point that out. But we did stay at one in D.C. at a fine uh, hotel. Uh, and the king is quite lovely. But then again, uh, a full. So I guess my point is uh, sometimes you do like that extra- space but we do perfectly fine with less as the kitties show us they love to fill up that little bed and they're, they're all set yeah kitties have shown us and, and i like the fact that i hope our listeners appreciate the fact that you said i guess my point is so often people just assume that they know what their point is oh yeah and, yeah. and they just barrel forward without you know, the humility of knowing that you might not know what your point is at any given time. Oh, no, and I think most people don't, even in politicians, they're kind of moving along as they go along, but they're so firm. I can guarantee you, you know, <laughs> let me be clear. That's what they always say. And right. they're not usually clear when they say no. that, let me be clear. But no. yeah, I think that's important, Tommy, to, to yeah. question your own what the point is, because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that could be a good yeah. game show from the 60s. What's the, the point? point. <laughs> <laughs> and it would actually and, and, work on both levels. What's the point? And what's the point? And, and, and really, you, you get you get pop prizes if you can say what your the point is that you're you, you know and and, yeah. and 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 that you can accurately predict what your point is going to be. I mean, that's yeah. the, that's the difference. Yeah, that would be kind of an intellectual. It could even be yeah. a PBS. It would work today too. But we'd still have the you know the retro graphics and, and right. the well show now the audience. with the artificial intelligence people would yeah. just ask google what their point is that's the, and <laughs> that's the kids, true. also you know, with they don't even intelligence, care anymore could we bring back those studio audiences from the 50s uh, and have them in present day i think we could recreate that and, and like from the old grouch well what the women have that those short curly haired uh mamie eisenhower hairdos and yeah, wear mixed orbs dress the men all suits and overcoats yep. and very uh and uh, the classic was the groucho you know the uh you bet your life uh and just seeing that uh world so oh, that's one of the good things of ai i guess you're saying that the cl uh, the, uh, the classic is you can look at pe how what people look like what the average joe and J and jill yeah in 1958 looked like just by looking at the studio audience and Scotty, I, I, let's not skate past what you just said. 
Yes. It's almost Einsteinian in <laughs> the, the uh, time travel capacity. Is it possible to see an audience appreciating uh, Groucho Marx's uh, 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 wry humor? I'm not sure if wry is the right word, but I have to, I'm grabbing for adjectives right now <laughs> to make a different point. And I'm not sure what my point is. That's well, the that makes it more exciting. I have no the, idea. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a co- another movement tacked onto the cozy comfortable with don't it's it's okay not to know your point because it's, yeah. it's, it's about the journey it's about learning knowing yourself along the way and that's you may right. not get to your point you'll come yeah. back to it later that's right uh, uh, but i and and it, it frees me up so I, I don't have to be constantly worried okay what's my point i better yeah. if somebody asks me what my point is i better have an answer that's, they would the say worst, that sternly. that's the worst thing. About it's it. never said in a friendly way. Like, <laughs> so uh, so what, what, what is your point, Saunders? You know, that would be like kind of in prep school. What's your point, Saunders? Hey, it's let's never, hear it. It's never, you're right. It's never in a nice way. What is your point? I'm never yeah. excited to hear the point. Yeah, well, we can't wait to hear your point. <laughs> no. So what's your point? I'm a busy man. That's always in a gruff kind of, sir, what's your point? I've got the... Yeah. And, and yeah, it's never encouraging. It, it, like, well, never. I'll wait for your point. If, if you really, get, don't get to it, I'm fine with that. Too. Yes, absolutely. And and it's okay to not know what your point is. And that's yeah. the fun of, of conversation. The lively art of conversation oh, is yeah. not knowing what what it is, what you're driving at. And I, I honestly, I really didn't know uh, in, in just a minute ago. Uh, and it made and that, it much that really more... happened. That's not... We didn't make that up. We didn't, um, you know, write write a script and then and then rehearse it. That no. just happened in real just, time. That's what we do. We're the, we're the just just happen guys, and it's uh, and Tom, so much more enjoyable too. And 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 uh, I, I would I would hope that cable news would adopt that instead of these certain as can be, you know, think tank people who are always wrong, but they know exactly. Nikki Haley should. Oh, DeSantis is in for the long run. All the things that are wrong. Uh, I'd be nice to see a little humility and, and just say, yeah. I'm not really sure what my point is here. I'm just, I got a yeah. lot of thoughts. I'm just kind of airing them. Yeah. And- It'll be exciting to know what the point is. Yeah. You know? I, I'm I'm looking forward, just as you are, to finding out what my point is. You know? <laughs> and, and and then you're, you're you know, you're, you're relating to people and, and people, and by the way, uh, here's another point that, that I just realized that we're making. And that is, in the cozy world of, of you know, here I am in my uh, uh, little uh, upfront room, whatever you'd call this room, uh, uh, where I can see skiers uh, through the transparent wall known as glass. And and I'm talking to you miles, 100 miles away, more than 100 miles away in your coziness uh, uh, area. And uh, and we're still, and, and, but we don't just talk about coziness. Like no. we don't just keep saying, boy, we're so cozy. This is so, we could, but we talk about other things. Right, well, it's That's the coziness the great... itself that lends itself to other, to talking about anything, the issues anything of the day. Anything at all. Yeah. We managed to be cozy, but our minds can go anywhere and, and talk about anything. And we, and we were, and we wind up talking about the, and Scotty, you just exhi- exhibited Einsteinian brilliance. <laughs> I wow. don't want to skate past that, even though it's cold weather and skating is the perfect metaphor. <laughs> it, it would have been a perfect metaphor to use right now. It would have been. I, I I I wanted to say your you say that let's go back. You can go back in time in a in a very real way and watch in black and white kinescopes 
of Groucho Marx audience dressed up as they would to, you know, well, we're going to a t- television show yeah. studio in New York City. Uh, you know, she can't just wear shorts and sandals. Oh, or, or athleisure. Uh, no, pants. And I they mean, they didn't dra- exist except for like, uh, you know, the Olympic champions wear baggy sweatpants. But no, they dressed to the nines with top coats. And- to the nines, Scotty. Yeah, yeah. Never the eights, never the seven, Never the ten. Which never, think- no, they never made it to the tens. That is, <laughs> that, that. That that's the sad part about it. They never accomplished yeah. that. Uh, no, no one has ever, and, and someday <laughs> they will, and you'll hear it here first. But but Tommy, I want to get bring us back again to the last week where everyone again. This is where we turn uh, so called negatives into positives. Like, yeah. Oh boy, it's freezing. Oh, it's so terrible. Oh boy, bone chilling cold. Don't go out. And it was relaxing because uh, yeah. And I walk, as you know, Tommy, the, the big walker, the great pedestrian. Yeah. But there are a couple of days where I said, no, go, no, go. Uh, wow. Because I'm freezing and there was no point. And I just said, no, I'm just going to stay in. That's the right choice. Now, yes, I did. Yes, I walked 6.7 miles, yeah. but it's gotten oh a little God. bit more balmy. But it yeah. is. A, but so, again, very different, as we say, uh, from those warm, sunny. I remember being in Paris uh, last May and June where it was sunny at 10 p.m. And I would say to Ginger, we got to go back out. It's so nice out. I oh, felt guilty about being inside. Yeah, so, that's, but that's crazy. a far cry from the no. dead of winter. Uh, no. uh, but again, the wonder of winter could be the headline. Well, it, it is wonderful. And it, it, it's a different world in Manhattan, though. What you mentioned, yeah. you said you could because they shovel the snow right off the sidewalk. It never really lasts. No, you see it on the people. rooftops. Uh, yeah. And, and so you can, you can go for for how many miles did you say? Six I did six point seven. Oh, seven no miles. Question. It was completely. I couldn't do that. We actually we were going to go for a walk just right over the uh, uh, um, the hill past the cemetery to a place you're familiar with, but our listeners might not be Hickory Hill. Uh, it's, it's a convenience store, and we were going to go there, and I was going to write my intro there, uh, but Scotty there was too much snow on the sidewalk. We turned around and went back. You never do that in New York. Oh, no, no. City. So uh, they didn't, uh, we, they we, didn't we, actually, actually shovel. It was like too much. Let's go back. And wow. we did. We turned around and went back and got in the car and drove. Now your it. roads, I'm sure, are fine in great shape because that's the priority. Yeah. The car's moving. But there's only three pedestrians anyway. So let, let them fend for themselves. Yeah, that's right. We're, us three pedestrians, we're the marginalized people up here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Unlike you. Uh, that you know, you, that you call the shots, you know, oh, yeah, you write yeah. your own checks. So. Well, the only time I didn't, Tommy, and this could be a whole podcast in itself or a week of podcast with special guest hosts, uh, in, in addition to it, you know, like Mike Douglas would always have his, yeah, uh, you know, guest hosts. Uh, but uh, around Christmas time, when I first moved into Ginger's apartment, uh, Fifth Avenue was impassable virtually. I mean, oh, and yeah. so many tourists who we love, yeah. and I don't fault them at all for stopping in the middle of the sidewalk and gawking which i would do in another city but you literally it took me so long just to go a few blocks and i would i'd go around and it would hurt my asymmetry yeah. walking asymmetry which is uh on the apple uh fitness app which i try to keep as close to zero as possible but i was going around people into the oh street uh backwards uh but those days are long gone yesterday tommy the Tourists are gone, and, and uh, I just zipped along Posh Fifth Avenue in Madison uh, at any speed I chose. Right. But again, and, no and, snow anywhere. And I think the point I uh, that we're both making, and I think sometimes 
you need two people to make one point. Yeah. And, and I think this is making that point. Uh, and that is that with all that, with all the ease, you know, now that there's nobody out there, you know, and, and I do recall there just be just throngs of people, especially in front of Saks Fifth Avenue, oh, of course, that yeah. big light show they have going on. Yeah. And, and it is, it's like, it's like a scrum. It's like trying to get, you know, get the football in it at, at you know, you're one yard away from the goal line. Yeah, there's no and, way and, all the rules and you're are up the against and again, you know, 49ers. We, we, yes, we can't fault them because I would do the same. And it is a miracle, a wonder, wondrous thing looking at the great windows. Right. So we again, don't I, fault them. I wasn't grumpy, we, like, oh, yeah. who are these stars going? Okay, guys, have fun. But there's got to be a way, just some path for no, me to get there through. There isn't. But now there is now they've you know it's post Christmas New York City oh, yeah. not just winter, but there are days and Scotty you said it the great pedestrian even the great pedestrian said no, not today yeah it's too cold I'm staying cozy, indoor so even the great pedestrian enjoys coziness from oh, time yeah, to time yeah. and I think that's you know that's I think that you're going to get that question all the time, Scotty. Oh, I'm sure. Also, it could be a great full page ad in Collier's magazine. Uh, <laughs> even the great pedestrian stays inside sometimes. Yes, and that'd be and a it's great ad for 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 a blue flame coal, <laughs> which heats the house. And yeah. blue flame coal. Yeah, they they used to have ads for radio ads for coal, if you can imagine, because uh, they would be delivered to people's houses. And that kept people cozy in those days. Well, coziness is technology has changed tremendously now. Oh, and, oh yeah. And uh, yeah, we don't have to shovel rocks of things that, you know, no. go down into the furnace. No, it's it, automatic. And, it, you know, and then and, and the apartment here, uh, sometimes it's actually too warm. And then the old New York City thing, you open the window a little bit. Although, uh, Tommy, later today, uh, I'm told we'll be getting a device or some, sometime later in the week or soon. Uh, very, I don't know what the point or the date, but uh, a, a way to modulate the heat in the radio, which, again, should be a front page story. So yeah. whether these things exist. Yeah. And when I get it and it's installed, dear listener, you'll be hearing all about it. Well, so in other words. There are people uh, in, in New York City, you know, we, we think of this, you know, uh, as, you know, well, we all have thermostats, but no, not everybody has a thermostat. And you're saying that now you do. It's almost like when rural areas got electrified, yeah. you now have a thermostat and you will be able to control. And that I don't even in New York, I don't I just have an on off switch. Yeah, that's I, what I've had. And, and so I, I, I dream of having it. You thermostat. can either turn the whole thing off or on. But I, well, you can adjust it. You know, you can if indeed it. you could but modulate it, that would be, again, a page one story uh, and, and adds to the comfort and, and coziness. Uh, factor it does, too. because imagine if you had to go all the way down your building, 15 flights and shovel coal in to the oh. furnace from time to time, instead of just slightly turning it up with your fingers and never leaving the comfort of your, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting in this room here and it's wall to wall carpeting, Scotty, at no point in this room. Now in the back room, yeah, there's, it's rugs and there's floor and it's on the ground. It's actually the least cozy room is in the back room mm. uh, of this house, Scotty. People listening a thousand years from now wonder, well, how could that be? Well, portions of this house were built over the ground and that actually gets colder. But this room that I'm in is is above ground and is wall to wall carpeting. And there's something very cozy about that. It's not 
you know, it used to be thought of as unfashionable, but in the new cozy era, I think people wall to wall carpeting. Oh, Tommy, if you comeback. haven't read the article, you're this is a case where you predicted something that you didn't hadn't even seen. New York Times wall to wall or some public wall to wall carpeting is back. Yeah, it's fashionable and and hip and and again and uh, cozy. All because it, you know, of cozy. Uh, hip, yeah. The word hip will will see a decline. <laughs> cool will see a decline, but cozy. Yeah, and, and comfy. Oh, Those, so I see it. I mean, it's so. I've, I think the Times. It might even be a week and a half from now, not three weeks when they <laughs> they publish it in the Sunday styles. Yeah, and, uh, and then of course you know clothing and and but winter is you know in the summer your your thoughts run to scantily clad shorts and t-shirts. Yes, and then the winter it just becomes layers and performance layers. Layer. And I spoke so. Uh, uh, lovingly of what Ginger did. I mean, this this I could have devoted the whole podcast where yeah. she granted me her uh, earmuffs to wear in D.C. Oh. when I'd forgotten my hat. And what it a was great... really, really freezing. I mean, that that could have been the whole podcast. Uh, she heard it, by the way, and and loved all of it. But uh, uh, it was a moment there but, where... But, she, but I'm sure she had a special feeling for that that part of the podcast that, oh, that, absolutely. that had to do with the, the earmuffs. You know what that was, though, Tommy? An example of portable coziness yes and that's what the kids ask you now well that's i'm right. sure cozy is great but does that mean i have to stay in one room my whole life yeah no no yeah i mean you can but right. you can also bring cozy with you right uh and then, so wherever you are uh you can... with items like uh, old-fashioned items like earmuffs but i would say and we we mentioned this at the top of the show but let's be very clear it's two products that you might buy online that claim to provide coziness everywhere through like spray on products. Like oh, yeah. That about the, from the 50s, which were, of course, debunked. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, not not before there... people shelled out a considerable part of their savings. Yeah. To own them. And, and we can't stress that anybody's not aware that there's no spray on coziness. <laughs> no matter what anybody says. Uh, but there's many other ways. <laughs> and if you're unsure, look at your kitty, or your yeah. doggy, and they'll give you some great, great clues to how to be cozy. And if it says, if it's too cozy to be true, it probably is. <laughs> well, Tommy, what a way to wrap up. I feel like I'm wrapped in blankets and, and plush uh, faux fur. <laughs> and, uh, and I think all of our listeners feel the same way. So for now, I remain cozily Scott Blakeman. I'm always going to be Tom Saunders and we're getting through this. <laughs>